Welcome back to Real Presence Live. We are here at the University of Mary. Um, just enjoying the sunshine, no snow so far. I'm Karen Selensky along with Ed Konechka, the Assistant Director of University Ministries at the University of Mary in Bismarck. And we've had a wonderful show this morning so far. Wonderful guests, uh, Rhonda Gruenwald uh, was our first guest and she had some wonderful information about vocations. And we just finished visiting with uh, Colin Prom and Morgan Alis, two students that um, have discerned to go to the seminary, yep. basically. Yeah. First of all, I want to ask: Are you? Do you keep mentioning that there's no snow? Are you trying to tempt it? Like, <laughs> well, I've said it enough times. I don't know. I yeah, know, we don't but it's this anywhere. record thing. I know, and I, I'm hoping that it melts. You know, there's so many things we want to do, but yeah. <laughs> you know, when you take pictures and you're, I mean, the snowbanks are way taller than, of course, me. That's short, but. Yeah. So, yeah, Morgan and Colin were both great. And I mentioned, I was looking forward to that. I, oh, I knew that would be a yeah. good conversation. But they're not alone, right? They're not unique. It's not that they're the only two students at the University of Mary who are actively discerning and heading in the directions mm -hmm. that they are. Uh, and, you know, the, the first guest we had, Rhonda, talked about um, how young people, uh, you know, people under 18 had their first experience when they were under 18. Mm -hmm. People who are currently serving as priests. Her, hers, I think a lot of her work is with priests. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And I was thinking about that, you know, obviously for our listeners, what can they do? And she tried to hit on some of that, you know, the Sarah Club. Yep. And uh, that every parish should have a vocation committee. Uh, but I was thinking when Colin said that he has this memory of a, a little kid pretending to be a priest. Yes. And that that's amazing. back, I think. There are a lot of families that I know, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the homeschooled families, particularly where they do their own curriculum. I've seen pictures of my friends, little kids, younger kids, dressed up, you know, as a priest. Uh, the Catechesis of the Good Shepherd. There's a part in that where they work with chalices and they, and they actually set an altar and they do different oh, things. Yeah. And so, That's cool. Um, I don't remember ever doing that when I was in what we would have called CCD. Mm -hmm. right? Right. I don't remember trying on the role of being a priest. And so for our families that are listening, uh, either parents or grandparents, right? the idea that to some it seems weird to have a five-year-old or six-year-old um, act as if he's a priest. Mm -hmm. But what, what our guest said is the evidence is that if you get that in uh, somebody's mind early, that this could be mine, even just to, to play that. We play act everything else. We play act being a fireman. We play act yep. being an astronaut. Um, why wouldn't we have our kids play act a religious vocation, uh, mm -hmm. either one. There's a movement right now, uh, you know, around Halloween to try to reclaim Halloween yes. a little bit. You yep. know, All Hallows Eve that people don't even know that yep. where that started. Yeah. And uh, I cringe when I look around now at, oh. at Halloween and, and how yards are decorated and all of that. And so, yep. you know, there are folks who are pushing back to say, um, we're going to have a saint's party. Mm -hmm. And so they're going to still costume, but my kids are going to come dressed as somebody that I hope they actually become. Uh, not the worst of what we can represent, but the best of it. <laughs> and I've seen some beautiful costumes with that. Yeah. Um, a, a, a mother, I know that she she made the costumes of the different saints for her daughters, and they were, they were just beautiful. And they had such a wonderful time. You know, it's a different focus yep. um, than, than what we're used to with the whole Halloween. But, you know... Um, it's interesting with the vocation of Jamboree last year when I was out here representing Real Presence Radio, I met a, a young student from here um, and she shared, she actually was featured in one of our newsletters, she shared about how she listens to Real Presence Radio and then her grandmother also listens and her grandmother is in South Dakota, she's originally from South Dakota, and then they call each other and compare what they heard or you know what they took mm. from the show, which is really, really cool. Um, she also um, helped us with our, our fundraising banquet that we 
um, host here, you know, in Bismarck. Um, our fundraising banquet this year will be December 5th. And she came and she brought another student. They they helped us set up. Um, so, you know, that's just another way of how, you know, that, I don't, I don't know, that helping hand type thing, you know, goes around as, as these, you know, students walk through the different booth areas that will be set up here tomorrow. I don't know if you want to just elaborate on that a little bit more yet? Or? Sure. You know, I, I, um, Colin kept talking and, and Morgan about how they're normal people, mm-hmm. right? And they are. They're very normal, but yeah. they're not either. They're exceptional students yes. here. Uh, some, Colin's one of my favorite students I've ever worked with on a team. And it, it's hard to say that because I work with so many great people. You know, mm-hmm. there's just something. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's homecoming king. Uh, he... There's just so much that he's known for, and, and Morgan, the same thing. We have a lot of exceptional students. That's the thing. So, you know, <laughs> this place is full of them. Yes. Uh, I was thinking when he said that, though, about the first vocation jamboree uh, we had here. Brother Simon is uh, a monk with the um, Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, oh. and they're known for being pretty... Um, What's the word? Like, they live everything to the limit. So they live their poverty to the limit. They live everything to the limit. Like, they go hard at life uh, through a religious vocation in a way that's really good. People know them because of how... how they go at life, the, the way they walk the streets of New York and meeting the poor. So Brother Simon mm-hmm. comes out here, and uh, I actually have pictures of him in his habit, jumping on my trampoline at my house <laughs> with my son, uh, Ethan, when Ethan That's was great. he was probably six. And uh, we had some focus missionaries and some uh-huh. Franciscan friars of the renewal, and my kids all jumping on the trampoline. And we have a racquetball court here on campus. And Brother Simon heard about this. Now, they wear long gray habits, right, mm-hmm. They're in, and, and sandals, I think. And he said, oh, you guys, you have a racquetball court? And he was way too excited. And he said, hey, could we play? Do you play? And I thought, I am in trouble. <laughs> and so he came the next day to Vocation Jamboree. And, you know, you mentioned the tables. There, there's this expo all day long where mm-hmm. we can come and meet with anyone who's here, religious, and just start up conversations. Well, he came, and he leaned over to me and whispered, I have my shorts on under my habit. <laughs> Like, oh, my goodness. And so he did take the habit off to play racquetball, but we played racquetball in the racquetball court. And uh, I I thought I had him once. I pinned him up against the front wall and uh, drilled one at him really hard, and he returned it by hitting the ball between his legs. Oh, my gosh. He hit shots behind his back. It was like my shoes were untied, right? I, I, he just dusted the court with me. And it's fun. I wow. love that story. Like, So here's yeah. a Franciscan Friar, the Renewal Brother Simon, uh, coming to the vocation jamboree and then totally embarrassing me in a racquetball court. Right? <laughs> they're real people. That is great. And they're great. joyful and they're fun. And so yep. that's what will happen tomorrow. Uh, I have... Uh, just so many fond memories of the Vocation Jamboree uh, because I get the inside track. I get to meet all these sisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sister uh, Joseph Andrew, I think, is her name. It's been a couple of years since. I, I forget now. I might have it backwards, Andrew Joseph. But she's with the Dominicans in Ann Arbor. And uh, mm-hmm. they came out one year, and I met her, and she's fantastic. And I, mm-hmm. I really love her. And the, she brought a bunch of materials for the Vocation Jamboree to hand out to our students, and she didn't want to uh, do that the next year. She didn't want to fly with them, so she shipped them early. So a box shows up, wow. it's addressed to me, and I didn't know at first what it was, and I just stuck it in the closet. And so uh, I mentioned I get to go do the airport run. So this afternoon I'm going to go to the airport and picking up a bunch of religious. And um, she got to our ministry center and she just looked at me and said oh and you have my box right and i just played dumb i said what box she said you know the box my material and she she was getting nervous like she has nothing with her because she sent it all to me and i played it for i don't know about 45 seconds and i mean do you mean that box that's in my closet 
And she looked at me and she said, you're a jerk. Oh. I'm like, hey, sister called me a jerk. Right? <laughs> it was delightful. She was laughing. I'm laughing. You know, there's, there's just good humanity yeah. to it. And that's what our students get to experience tomorrow. Yeah. Um, they're, they're normal, but they're not. So Megan Morgan, I mean, said that, you know, she wants everyone to know that she's normal. She's normal in that she uh, is a beautiful young lady who knows she's a daughter of God, mm-hmm. who knows God has a plan for her life, and she's pursuing that. But there is also something in the heart of the Catholic that sees religious, uh, and there's something there that grabs us. Mm-hmm. Me, for sure. Like yeah, when, I agree. Uh, and 100%. so it speaks to us um, on our campus right now, Father Bauk and Father Dosh. Father Bauk is our chaplain. Father mm-hmm. Dosh is the vocation director for the diocese. And, and they're messaging to our students something that I think is right that was being messaged wrongly before. Uh, when I, I mentioned when I was a young man, pursuing or discerning. I didn't pursue. I was discerning my vocation. And a lot of people were saying, well, why would you want to do that? Like, you know, the, the old, people only see the sacrifice, not the joy. They, they see, well, you don't get to get married. You don't get to have kids. Uh, I have one of my favorite memories of Father Robert Shea. He was our chaplain and our director here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Father Shea is now at St. Wenceslas mm-hmm. in Dickinson. Mm-hmm. And there's something in his heart that melted in the beautiful way of a father for his parish. He was here and he was chaplain to our students and he was figuring out college students. But he's so happy at St. Wenceslas. Mm -hmm. And we visited with a group of students about a year after he got there. And he just wanted to show us his house, first of all, right? The parish is his house. So he took us on a tour and he showed us the building of St. Wenceslas, the beautiful remodel. Uh, but then he took us down to the after-school program, and there are about 35 young kids in a, in a po- you know, after-school daycare kind of thing, mm-hmm. and they mobbed him. They were climbing him. They were grabbing by his shirt, whatever, and two or three of the kids were saying, Father Shea, Father Shea, you have to shoot, you have to shoot. And I didn't know what was going on, and he said, well, go get my basketball. And there, was a bu- there were a bunch of basketballs in the gym, and they knew which one was his, and they brought it to him, and he held it up in a one-hand shot, and he was shooting basketballs while they were clinging to him and holding on. And, and he has kids, right? He's got a school full of them, and yep. they know him, yep. and they love him. And, and uh, so it's beautiful. And Vocation Jamboree is just for our students to get to see that, mm-hmm. right? To see somebody who's alive and happy and say, if God calls me to this, I will receive everything the Lord has for me. More than that, though, what we're... So I, I mentioned Father Balk and Father Dosh. What they're messaging to our students is that marriage is the ordinary vocation. Uh, in that, it's natural. And everybody thinks about that. We grew up thinking about, will I get married? What would I get married? What would my marriage look like? Mm-hmm. You know, who, who would I want to date? We're asking those kinds of questions. There's... Uh, I don't want to say extraordinary, but kind of. That's the word right now in my mind, right? That, that the religious call is different than the call to marriage. And we each have our vocation. Mine is marriage. I'm married. Mm-hmm. I believe that's where God led me. It was a prayerful decision that led me there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the call to priesthood for me would have been different. And it's not two of the like and two of the same, which for a while that was being messaged to young men. It, you can pick. They're the same mm-hmm. as one or the other. Uh, my Catholic heart as a young man didn't believe that when I was told it. And so I think I'm glad we're messaging it differently now. Yeah, that's beautiful. And, you know, I think there's a lot of stories I think we can share um, just of, of, you know, experiences with with priests or sisters, you know, that um, 
were mentors maybe with us growing up as well. So we are going to take a quick break and um, we are here at the University of Mary with the Vocations Jamboree starting here um, this afternoon. So stay with us. Uh, we will be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live, and thank you for joining us today on Tuesday, March 14th. I don't know if it's a special feast day today. There must be a feast day, but I I don't know what it is. But thank you again for joining us. We are here at the University of Mary getting ready for the Vocations Jamboree that is going to be starting this evening. I'm Karen Selensky along with Ed Konichka, the Assistant Director of University Ministry here at the University of Mary. And I think, Ed, we should tell our listeners a little bit about the schedule for the Vocations Jamboree. Absolutely, yeah. We've talked about the event, but we haven't seen right. it. So, it, like I said, it starts today. Uh, right now, uh, I think 1230 is when the f- next flight is, uh, where the religious start to show up. Uh, and we invite them to see the best of what we do at UMary, too. Uh, we, the religious that come here and the service organizations, we want them to see what's special about us, what our charisms are as mm-hmm. a university. Morgan used that word. And so it starts with Vespers at 4.30. We have sung Vespers every day. Capella uh, is our uh, choir here for the chapel, and, the, and they're amazing. And so they'll, they sing at Vespers. So it's literally the hours, but in a very beautiful way that you can't do on your own in your house, probably. You need sure. this. And so, uh, so 4.30 is Vespers, 4.45 then is our daily, one of our daily masses. And then uh, they're going to go to dinner at the Catholic Studies House. So they get to see uh, the students who are in the Catholic Studies program and, and some of what we're doing there. At 7 o'clock tonight, uh, they come out to Founders Hall, and they're going to do what they call Mission Minute. So each religious community gets one minute exactly to come up, say who they are, who they are, where they're from, what their charism is, and why someone should come meet them tomorrow at their booth. Yeah, right? cool. So each one gets a minute. Yep. Uh, and then um, Father Monsignor Shea is going to uh, going to interview um, Sister Cecilia, who's at with the um, Sicilian Dominicans in Nashville. Oh, and so wow! There'll be a, yeah, so Monsignor Shea and, and, and Sister Cecilia will have a just a robust conversation. The whole thing will last probably about an hour and a half, I think, tonight. Okay. And that's at 7 in Founders Hall. And then tomorrow we have our 10 a.m. on-campus liturgy. And then uh, from 11 to 7, I think the expo goes on. 11 to 6 for sure. And uh, what that is, is every spot we can put a table in our student center, the Lumen Vitae University Center. Uh, each religious community or service organization gets a six-foot table. And they're just there throughout the day to interact with our students uh, to help us grow this culture of vocations. And then tomorrow night's kind of a special thing. Every uh, year the university bestows on one person the Lumen Vitae Award. Uh, that's the highest award that the University of Mary gives out. Nice. And it's given to somebody who's been a champion for Catholic education in some fashion. George Weigel got it, has gotten a Bishop Barron. Scott Hahn. Wow. It's usually tied to Vocation Jamboree, and so yeah. tomorrow we'll be bestowing that medal uh, on John Garvey. John Garvey is uh, he's a grad of Notre Dame. He's a lawyer. He actually ran, he was the dean, I should say, he was the dean of Boston College's School of Law for an, a oh, number of wow. years. And most recently, he was the president of Catholic University of America, CUA. He served there for about 12 years, I think, and and did a lot to grow the Catholic culture on that campus at at Mm -hmm. CUA. And so tomorrow he'll receive the Lumen Vitae medal at 7 p.m., again in Founders Hall. And then uh, he'll give an address, a keynote, 
to the evening. So anybody in, in the, your listening area who's within distance of you, Mary, is welcome to come out tomorrow. That's what I was going to ask, yeah. open up to it's the open. public. Okay. Yep. Uh, you know, some folks, like the Catholic schools will come sure. during the day, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, some youth groups and others come later after school. And uh, so the, the expo runs at, for sure till 6. Uh, I might run till 7. I should know that. Uh, and then the keynote's at 7 o'clock. And so somebody could come after supper even, if they eat an early supper, come out at 5.30 uh, and have some time to meet the religious and then uh, go to the address at 7 o'clock. Awesome. So, yeah. so the, and then the last day, is that when the students are able to right. like do their private meetings? or, or It is, yeah. Right? And that's really not for general public. It, okay. It's on the calendar, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, Father Bach will host all the religious for a, a breakfast with the chaplain. Okay. Uh, it's a way, nice way for us to thank them for coming. Yeah. We want them to know that we value their contribution, uh, sure. that, we, that they're important. Mm-hmm. The event couldn't happen without them. Mm-hmm. And so the breakfast in the morning is a way for us to say thank you before they head out. But we do set aside that time. So if a student really resonates with a particular community and says, I want to know more about, more about you, okay. uh, they could set up a 15 or half hour conversation the student and, and the vocation rep oh nice what yeah. a nice opportunity yeah. you know it was interesting last year um when i attended with uh real presence radio we had a booth here and so i got to visit with a lot of them had a lot of them as um potential guests for mm-hmm. you know future shows because they're some of the stories are just amazing yes but i met um brother brother michael from um the assumption abbey in richerton and yeah. of course i went to high school there but um Never really knew him, um, visited with him, and found out that he's also an EMT. Hmm. So, you know, when we talk about they're normal or, you know, they they are just normal people. They do different things. And, you know, very knowledgeable, just, I mean, you know, they have a very quiet way of living there. But um, talk about energetic and just, you know, just a, just a wonderful person you know and very faithful and just he had some great stories to tell of, of what he's seen you know and, and and i think a lot of the times when you are in those situations you know driving an ambulance or being part of the ambulance crew and then you're out there but you know he just said the power of prayer is amazing yeah. which you know is pretty that's pretty unique yep. i came out to the university in 2013 I was a youth minister at Corpus Christi yes. in town, Church of Corpus and Christi. And we still miss you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> Thanks, Karen. I appreciate that. Uh, now my wife's out there. Like, we yes. just, we flipped it. Uh, yep. You know, for, for 25 years, uh, Mer- Melanie was the wife of the youth minister. <laughs> and uh, now I'm the husband of the DRE. We're having fun with that. <laughs> yes. Because uh, I'm helping with the junior high now. Okay. Uh, so, That's cool. But um, the, the chaplain, when I got out here, was... Um, from the Abbey, Father Benedict. Oh, sure. And uh, there's something about the monks from the Abbey. Mm-hmm. There's a stillness, a depth to them, like it's uh, they're more of a lake than a river, yes. right? And yep. that is their prayer, I think, that does that. Yep. And so, yeah. Yeah. Well, and they do, you know, they do some very unique things. Um, you know, they're not a lot of people know about them, but, you know, it, it is that hidden treasure. Um, anybody that hasn't, you know, visited the Assumption Abbey in Richardson definitely should visit. Definitely should. I mean, there's there is a serenity there. You know, they do host a lot of different things as well with, uh, you know, marriage weekends and different things too that um, are are pretty unique. And the deacons. So, the, yes. The, 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 oh yes. The acting program goes yep, out there. Exactly. Yeah. You know, another story with, um, uh, I guess, a priest that I met was Father Bill Ruel. Um, I did the live show with him when I first started with Real Presence Radio over almost two years ago already. Um, in Dickinson, and very unique individual. I wasn't sure how to take him. Kind of dry humor, but 
actually hilarious. And um, I feel very blessed because he encouraged me to attend my first Curcio. Um, and now the Curcio weekend is coming up next weekend here in Dickinson. Um, they have 20 candidates, which is Fantastic. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, the men's was a couple weekends ago. And I just feel very blessed to have met him. Um, he's become a very good friend. I just, you know, he... And, and, and again, there's a, you know, here's an athlete. He just ran the marathon, I believe, the Bismarck Marathon. Um, he trained, you know, just so, you know, there's just, there's so much, um, I think you can learn from them as well. Um, just very close to your heart with many. Yeah. Um, we're very blessed at Corpus Christi, too, with Father Logan Obergewich, a new seminarian. Um, a lot of us, you know, women that, you know, he could be our son. Yep. You just, you just kind of melt, you know, when you hear... His homilies, um, you know, we, we do visit with him quite often, telling him, you know, he's doing a good job because they need that too. I mean, we're their family as well. So It's fun with with Father Logan, the number of people that I know. Um, I Monsignor Schumacher gives great homilies. Yes, he does. He really does, and they're on point, and they I can see point. where he's going, and I'm like, oh, I love what you just did yes. there. Uh, to have Krishna say, you know, to have Father Logan say Mass and preach, uh, is just fine for them. Not that we should care, right? I mean, we're there right. for a different reason. Yes, right? exactly. But uh, but they're saying that they're enjoying Father Logan's homilies uh, almost as much as Monsignor Schumacher's. <laughs> I won't say as much in case Monsignor Schumacher's listening, yes. right? Um, but almost as much. Right. Almost as much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you feel very blessed. And, well, and so, Karen, you know, I was thinking about Father Logan. Uh, when our guest, our first guest, Rhonda, uh, for, with vocationministry.com, was speaking about the number one influence is knowing a priest, right? Mm -hmm. That our parish, the bigger parishes have uh, this catch-22 because they have less vocations because they're too big and you can't know the priest. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that we're so blessed with in this diocese right now, the number of young men who are living joyful priesthood, it's an inspiration. So it, it gets its own momentum going. Yep. Like our students can see these guys and go, you know what? There's something there that I admire. Mm -hmm. There's something there that could be for me. Yep. Yeah. Well, and they just, I think there's, you know, there, there's that glowing of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. The first time Father um, Obergewitz was, had to do the live show with me. I mean, kind of got thrown in, you know. Um, but I just, I looked across just like with these students. And, and I told my husband, I said, I know I saw the Holy Spirit in him. I mean, yeah. there was no doubt in my mind. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's just a wonderful, beautiful thing to experience, you know. And, 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 and kudos to all these students out here that are, you know, pursuing that. Yeah. So. Yeah, the number of students who come out here for the Catholic culture, their mm -hmm. Catholic identity, yep. uh, it's just, it's, for me, right, we have students who come and say, hey, can you connect me to Focus? I don't have to do any work. I just have to say, hey, Morgan Hollybitch, mm -hmm. she's our team director for Focus. Morgan, you want to know this kid, right? They come hungry for it, yep. uh, which is, allows us to do some of the things we get to do. Yeah. And, you know, Focus is another great, that's yeah. another great opportunity. We have a... Actually, um, my husband has a godchild that is not a relative, but a good friend's daughter that just became a focus missionary. And, you know, just to get the, the letters and the notes from her and just, you know, knowing that she, she's truly praying for us, you know, in her heart and just what they experience is amazing, too. You know, and you guys have a really good... Um, Really good group out here. We have a great focus team. Mm -hmm. We really, really do. We have probably mm -hmm. one of the best focus team directors in the country. I'm convinced of that. Yeah. Morgan is just amazing. Yep. But what we're starting to see, too, is the, uh, 
the number of UMary students now who are interviewing for Focus, who are becoming Focus missionaries. Uh, it's really rewarding for Focus, I think, to see that for us too. Uh, so we've got students who are giving their lives away for two years minimum. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one of our team members uh, on our ministry team, next, she's graduating and she's going to go to Focus next year. Uh, one did last year as well, two last year. And so there's great... Uh, there's just fertile soil right now here, mm-hmm. and we're and the Lord's able to plant great things in our students' lives. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, that's that's amazing, and a lot going out on here out at the University of Mary. Actually, you guys yeah. have a lot of um, building going on and different yeah. things. So you know what a great thing, and you know to have the Catholic um, schools throughout from grade school to high school yes. to college. You yes. know we are blessed here in Bismarck. Honestly, rich, we're yes. rich. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed our conversation. Um, we had some really good things to say here for our listeners. And we have a, um, our guest, Marianne Hofer, is it, mm-hmm. from the University of Mary coming up next. So stay with us. We will be right back. <laughs> 